Hi, welcome to Reverse Sequels. This is Patrick, and with me, as always, is... Skelly! <laughs> That's what you've been laughing so hard at, because you knew you were going to say that. And I had a great idea. First of all, you came in too early with the intro. I wanted you to be Patrick, me to be Skelly. You never said that, though. You didn't give me a chance. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to start the podcast with using everyday items to make scary sounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's one of mine. Why is that scary? It's just a candy wrapper. <laughs> is that scary if you tell people what it is? But what would it be if we didn't know what it was? What would we think it is? Leaves in the wind, creepy crawly noises. I think it sounds unmistakably like a candy wrapper. <laughs> I have more. Okay, go for it. Okay, all right. That could be something. Could be <laughs> knives. What, what were you going for? Ghost chains. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to use keys, but I don't have any. Okay. Um. Then I thought, well, you make one. I'm not. Well, gonna- you had all these. Items already assembled. I don't have any props. I'm just picking them up from what's around me. <laughs> oh, right there. That chair creak was real terrifying. What this? Pretty horrifying. It's a serial killer. Kills people with pens. And when you hear that clicking, you know he's coming down the hall. I think the look on your face was the scariest part. <laughs> then I thought we could start off with some really good, like, ghost sounds or witch laughs. Let's witch hear, laughs. Let's see what you got. You know the ones. <laughs> okay. Do you want to say the name of the episode, or? <laughs> I wasn't going to put this all at the front. <laughs> this is mini episode number eleven, the horror. Oh, is that a ghost in chains? <laughs> okay, so for this episode, it's nearing Halloween time, and we wanted to talk about something that we've noticed, which is horror movies tend to be the most prolific when it comes to sequels. Yeah, we could honestly keep the podcast going forever on just horror movie sequels, because when they get rolling, I know there's like nine insidious movies. I've never seen any of them. We could do all nine of them on the podcast. There's like seven saws. There's Jason X, Jason in Space. Those I've seen. Which I is definitely want to talk about that. A goal of mine that I want to watch that. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Yeah, there's Jason. I mean, there's Freddy. There's Michael Myers. Like once you get a good villain, you can establish a franchise. But there's all these like there's a bunch of paranormal activities. There's I don't know if the Insidious has a character that. You know, but like 
paranormal activity is just the same idea used over and over. It's not a monster. So we wanted to talk about what is it about horror that lends itself to being such a prolific genre? Why are the most sequels coming from horror? Okay, I have the number one answer. Cheap. I think horror movies in general are pretty cheap. Why do you say that? You don't need a star. You could have 10 horny teenagers, unknown actors, and nobody would care. 10 people. (laughs) Right. You could pay them (laughs) the minimum. You don't need a star. You don't need a lot of settings. You could set the whole thing in a house. You could set the whole thing in the woods. So you don't have to spend a lot of money on location. You probably don't need a lot of special effects other than the murders. But, you know, and that's one of the cool things about horror movies is you can get real creative with that. You can do Hershey syrup for blood. You can do, you know... Sausages for guts, pig intestines. <laughs> it sounds like your grocery list. <laughs> okay, so the money. I think also horror movies make money. Right, they're cheap to make and then they usually make a bunch of money. Because once you have an established fan base, once you have an established uh, set of rules and ideas, then people kind of know what to expect going in. It's like people that love the Avengers. You know who the characters are. You're just seeing what new chapter of things they're getting involved in. Right. I think one of the interesting things about horror movies, at least the ones that we've covered, is that a lot of them don't even follow any kind of narrative arc. Like sometimes it's a totally different cast. It's a totally different story. And it's just kind of sort of in the same world. Sometimes not even. Sometimes they're just taking the name, like Chud, and doing something totally different with it. Hmm. You're putting Chud in the horror movie category? Yeah, I think so. Well, do we want to break down the list of the movies we've done on the podcast? Let's talk about the horror movies that we've covered, but I think that's interesting you say Chud because one of the Chuds is for sure a horror movie, and the other one is like a teen comedy. Right, but I mean, people get eaten and stuff. Or no, they don't. Dogs got eaten. So yeah, I guess it wasn't really a horror movie. But horror comedy, I think, is a genre. Horror movie for dogs. (laughs) There you go. So here are the ones that we've done. The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2. I'm not going to say and 2 both times. The Conjuring. VHS. Here's an idea. Was Cube a horror movie? I think so. In some ways. It definitely had some horror elements. Scientific horror. Yeah, maybe a sci-fi horror. psychological thriller. Yeah. Black Magic. Would you consider that a horror movie? It sort of involves zombies. Yeah. There was death. There was wizard duels. Right. Maybe not. The Purge, definitely a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, Fright Night. Chud, which we already talked about. I don't know about this one. Underworld. Are those horror movies? Vampires are like classically a horror monster. Ooh, that's a great question. I would not personally categorize that as a horror movie. To I wouldn't me, either. Well, let's define it. Let's finish the list and then kind of let's define it. Okay, then Happy Death Day. And then we just did Hollow Man. I would say a horror movie has to instill the feeling of horror, of being scared, of being afraid. Okay. And it's not necessarily the content. So, Gotcha. So you could take horror characters and if you put them in a movie that is not that doesn't scare you, then that doesn't count as a horror movie. Right. So if you're just watching like a vampire at the grocery store, that's not scary. But if you're getting a movie like, I was going to say Fright Night, but. (laughs) 
I mean, Fright Night had some comedic elements yeah. too, but I think that's a horror. That's a right. vampire horror. Movie. But the the feeling of being pursued, of being chased, of the scary feeling is what makes a horror movie, not necessarily the characters. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I I agree with that. I think maybe too that is why there are so many horror movie sequels is because horror movies a lot of times are more about feeling than. And more about experience than about story. Right. You're selling the feeling you're not... It's a weird genre. Right. Because, like, even romantic comedy isn't necessarily selling love, but this is selling that, like, roller coaster feeling. Sure. I mean, you know, and some can have good stories, but I think you can make a sequel because it's not so much about the story, it's not so much about the character, it's more about was I scared or was I not scared, and... But I think the best horror movies do have a good story and do have good characters. I think that's why there's so many bad horror movie sequels. But I think in order to be successful, like just monetarily, you don't necessarily need that. If it was scary, I think people are going to go see it and it'll make money. And that's all you really need to do. I wanted to know why horror movies made such good sequels. So I tried to do a tiny bit of research and I didn't uncover much. But I did uncover this article from Gizmodo. And it was something along the lines of horror movies become less scary the more that you churn out. And then you get like funny ones like I said, Jason in Space or Leprechaun in the Hood, (laughs) things like that. But there was one line that I thought was really interesting. Okay. And we can apply it to horror movies or any genre, but horror movies are very prolific. They said in this article, after a certain number of movies, after a certain number of sequels, the franchise has no point of recovery. Oh, interesting. You can do whatever you want. You've kind of like destroyed the franchise. And I think Jason in Space, which again, I've never seen, but I'm tantalized by the concept. You can do anything, but it kind of almost destroys the franchise. Or maybe it, you know mythologizes it maybe it goes through a dip and then a resurgence because it gets so fantastical do you agree well can can you count a reboot because i would have said that like the halloween franchise was dead and then they did the rob zombie reboot which it wasn't the best it wasn't as good as the original but it was good i enjoyed it so i don't think it was like the franchise was dead I think as we talked about in our other mini episode about reboots and reimaginings, that those are different things. I think a sequel is different from a reboot. So I'm just talking okay. sequels. Just sequels? Then, if we're talking just sequels, then yeah, I agree. I think if it's dead, the only way to bring it back is to totally reimagine it. Okay, so here's a question. What number do you think is that magic number? Where do you think a franchise jumps the shark? That's a good question. All right, so this is bleeding a little into, I was going to ask you what your favorite horror movie sequel or horror movie franchise is. Mine is Freddy. And I think even by Freddy 3, it was starting to get a little ridiculous. And that's my favorite one. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. That's my favorite one. But even in that one, it was starting to get a little ridiculous. Why do you love the third one? Why is that your favorite one? I mean, it's a double-edged sword. The third one is my favorite because it is the most fun for me. Like, I can't even really rewatch the first one. The first one, 
a little boring, I think. And the second one is like, okay. And the third one, they really have fun with it. And they introduce a team of characters who all have special abilities. And then they go into the dream world. I just saw this on Twitter, but somebody was like, this was like Inception before Inception. Because all the characters, they have like a shared dream where they can go in and fight Freddy. And then you get to be whatever you want in the dream. I think it's cool. But even by that point, I do feel like it was jumping the shark when it comes to freddy's backstory they get into talking about freddy's mom and freddy like turns into a sexy nurse and starts seducing some kid and like he pulls his titties out but then oh surprise it's freddy and then he kills the kid or i don't know if he dies but oh. you know what i mean so it was already getting ridiculous by that point and i think you have to if you're going three movies in you're gonna want to have more fun with it but then you're pushing the envelope of ridiculousness. So back to my original question. What number do you think is where it falls off? And not just for horror movies. Let's look at Fast and the Furious. Or let's look at um, movies that go up to 6, 7, 8, 9. Police Academy. See, well, I think if you're not talking about a horror movie, then... Well, you can go on forever? I Well, I think the Fast and the Furious franchise is actually its own category. Because they changed so much about what the movies were. Like, they started off, oh, this is just like a movie about street racing, and there's kind of this plot. And by the sixth one, it's a full-on heist movie, and they're all like superheroes. Well, it's because it's about family. (laughs) So you can keep changing the plot. But then, I don't know. I mean, like, the Mission Impossible movies, we watched number six, and that one was awesome. I feel like the James Bond movies are still good, and Mm -hmm. there's like 20 of those. So, I mean, maybe... Action movies and horror movies are similar if you have, like, an iconic character that you're building it around or characters. I'm going to say 10. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a hard question. It is a hard question. I mean, probably four. Then it'll dip. And then maybe nine, ten is when it reemerges. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It really depends on. Yeah, maybe ten. Because by that point, you're yeah. If you're going to That's space, a lot. if you're having characters meet, then you're really jumping the shark. But I mean, so many have gone bad at three or four. But I think six is a good cutoff. Yeah, I can't think of the sixth of any horror movie franchise though. I was like, oh hell yeah! How Number many Star six. Wars are there? Nine. Nine, and only three of them were good. So there's maybe a, four and a half. How many Harry Potters? How many Lord of the Rings? But Harry Potter, I think, is different because it was based on the books and it was already planned to be one story. Harry Potter's almost more like a TV show. You sound like a serial sequel apologist. <laughs> I might be. I you have know. no cutoff. You have no cutoff. You know, I never knew that about myself, but that might be true. <laughs> that might be true. I, I just really thought that was a fascinating question that there's no point of recovery. And what does that even mean? I think there's a lot because we... Dive into sequels. We love sequels. I don't know if we love sequels, but... No, we don't. We dabble in we just, sequels. Right, we just started a podcast about them. We definitely don't love them. But it's an interesting thing to take apart yeah. in the movie franchise. I have a question for you. What is your favorite horror movie franchise? This is a really hard question for me because I have to admit that I've never really seen the classic horror movies like Freddy, like Jason. I think I've seen first two Halloween movies and like no Nightmare on Elm Streets. You've not seen Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Warriors? No. 
Have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master? <laughs> no. Oh, well, I know what we're doing tonight. We're going to watch <laughs> both of those. Um, what about uh, Friday the 13th? Oh, that's the one I've seen two of. And I, I don't know what it is. When I was younger, I wasn't really into horror movies. But as I've gotten older, I really started liking them more and more. I absolutely love the VHS series. The VHS was great, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great. I really thought The Purge was great. A lot of the movies, the horror movies I've seen and enjoyed have been through this podcast. But I love a bad movie. So I'm starting with the first movie that's its own sequel, Troll 2. <laughs> <laughs> is a great movie. But I'm like a one, one-off horror movie fan. When I was maybe like seven or eight, my aunt won a contest where this like local video store was going out of business and they were giving away sections of their store as like prizes. And my aunt won the horror section. She might have won more, but she won the horror section and didn't want it. So sent me like a big box of like a hundred horror VHSs when I was like six or seven. And so that really shaped my childhood. That's what I'm saying. See, I remember, I didn't have that experience. I had some older cousins who loved horror movies. And I have, you know, an older brother and they loved scaring me. That was part of what <laughs> was fun for them. So maybe I shied away from horror movies. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're like, I get this enough from my brother. Right. And they would watch things like Pet Cemetery, and they oh, would watch all these movies that I thought, The People Under the Stairs. And I'm like, they're older and they terrorize me. So if you watch horror movies... Maybe you become a bad person. <laughs> so, but the first movie I remember seeing and loving, and maybe this is why I like VHS, it was on TV, Stephen King's Cat's Eye. Oh, I've never seen that It's a three-part series. Okay. It's so good. It follows this cat through three little horror stories. And I think I like a horror movie that's broken up. Kind of like VHS. Okay. I also used to watch Tales from the Crypt. Oh, and yeah. that's an anthology show. Yeah, So I love to that show. me, I like the little bites of horror. To me, to this day, the scariest, scariest horror story I've ever heard is The Call Was Coming From Inside the House. <laughs> that one sentence. And they tried to build a horror movie around it. Right. To me, that's the scariest thing you could do. So maybe I'm just of another time. I like a bite-sized horror movie. Interesting. You know a horror movie I think you would really like? I think it was in that box that I got. Puppet Master. Did you ever see any of those? No, but I remember the cover of the VHS at the video store. <laughs> oh, that was so good. It's about a doll maker who his like puppets came to life and they were all murderous. Sounds there was one horrible. I think you would really like. I think her name was Ms. Leech. And she was like a sexy doll, but a, an actual leech would come out of her mouth and she would spit them on her victims. No, I don't like it. I remember watching <laughs> Gremlins and that terrifying me. I don't think Gremlins is even a horror movie. It's a Christmas horror movie. <laughs> one of the few, one of the rare ones. <laughs> but I think it is the feeling that it generates. And for yeah. me, there's not one. But I will say I've gotten into horror a lot more lately. So I was going to ask okay. you, what is maybe the last good horror movie that you saw and it could be outside of this podcast because this is Halloween time. We want to talk scary movies. What's the last great horror movie that you saw? I really liked Us. I think yes. I mentioned that before. I liked I liked that one. 
I really like The Purge. I'd never seen it until we watched it on this podcast. That feels fairly recent for me. There's a difference for me between what's like the last good horror movie I saw and like what's the last scary horror movie I saw. Yes. Okay. I agree because... Because the last movie that I think actually... I don't know if it's scared is even the right word. Disturbed me. That thought was scary. Was The Witch. Oh. Remember that? We that watched that one together. Is it leaves, it lingers. Yeah. It stays with you. I was like uncomfortable watching it. Like I liked that. That was a great movie, but I was creeped out. For me, it was probably hereditary. Was really creepy. But oh god, I went and I saw Truth or Dare. <laughs> And I thought that was so much fun and a horror movie. And that's more my speed. To me, that was really fun. Yeah. Toss your popcorn in the air. Whereas Hereditary was just really creepy and well-made and a great tone. And The Witch, too. It also leaves this residue on you. Yeah. That was just so creepy. I mean, but that goes like horror and gore are two different genres, too. Yeah, I don't love a gore. Like, I've seen most of the Saw movies, because I really like the first Saw, but after a while, it's just like, they're not really scary, it's just disgusting. Right, I don't like... You don't like, want to watch this, people hack themselves apart. I don't love gore as much as I love horror, and apparently as much as I love anthology horror. <laughs> yeah, I love gore when it's in a horror movie. Like, I want my horror movies gory, but I also want it to be scary. Oh, I really? want my murderer committing gore. I don't want... Somebody forcing me to gore up myself. I don't know. It's a fine line for me. What is the most afraid you ever remember being watching a movie? I have a classic example. So I can start while you think. All right, you start. I was about 13 and my brother and a friend and I, we rented and we were watching The Exorcist. Oh. And it was an older movie by the time we were watching it. And I thought, okay, this is a classic. This isn't going to be bad. It started off with archaeology. I was hooked from the beginning. We had to stop it in the middle and continue watching the next day in the daylight. Oh, my God. All right. And I think we were fairly old enough, but it creeped us (laughs) out. I should also admit that we did go to Catholic school, so I don't know if that factored in. (laughs) Yeah, it could. Freddy's are my favorite. I think it's because the one thing I really am terrified of is, like, stuff happening to me in my dreams. So that one, like, those ones always get me. Couldn't you be a dream warrior, though? I mean, that's why I like those ones, because I like to imagine that I would fight back. But there's something to me so terrifying about, like, you're in this vulnerable state, and and also that nobody believes you because they're like, that guy's dead, what are you talking about? Like, you know, he can't be seen, it's only in your dream, so you think you're crazy. All right, any other, anything else you want to say about horror movies? Any other creepy sounds you want to make? Oh, yeah, I got one right here. Uh-oh, it's coming from inside the house. <laughs> All right, well, as always, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ellie. Wait, as always, I'm Patrick. And I'm Skelly. Tim. This has been Reverse Sequels, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Reverse Sequels. <laughs>